Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. This goes out to Rory's mother in a shout out, but also goes out. This is a ram bam sad thank you, ma'am, because I always remember right before my birthday that Robin Williams died. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? What's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. Oh, <laughs> so we've been told that some choose to believe it. But I know they're wrong, wait and see. Cause someday we'll, we'll find, find it. The, the rainbow, rainbow connection. connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. <laughs> Four days before my birthday, and I know, you know, I apologize to Rory's mom. It's not even the same birthday as mine, um, but it always gets me every fucking year. It's been seven years since Robin Williams died, by the way. Still makes me sad every time I think about it. And I, this is not going to be a sad rest of the episode because <laughs> this is my birthday week. And everyone just dash it from your brains because we've got other things to talk about. And we're back. Welcome back to page seven. I am paralyzed by Jackie's intro, emotionally, (laughs) mentally. Let's try to bring it it up. We'll figure this out. I feel like I'm stuck in a block of ice right now, being transported to some scientific research. Oh, nerd girl. Nerd girl. He's not dead. He's still alive. He was recently seen out with Callista Flockhart. They did roll out his almost corpse and he <laughs> waved to the people. He's not an almost corpse. He's actually doing really well. But MJ, we missed you too. <laughs> I missed you guys. I also have a lot going on in my brain right now. I'm thinking about the Muppet movie because of oh. the Rainbow Connection. Well, and then really the best is if you really, you know, now that we're talking about being upset and crying, just, I always say, look up Big Bird singing don't. at Jim Henson's funeral. Happened. I don't it's not easy be being green. I don't need Just to watch think that. about that. If, you need, if you're at work and you need catharsis, like I did the day I watched it and I cried at my cubicle. Just look up that Big is Bird what that is at for. Jim Henson's memorial. It is... I every time I'm like, you know what? I haven't cried in about 45 minutes. I'll <laughs> pop that video on of watching the Muppets sing at Jim Henson's memorial. Yeah. And uh very, very upsetting. And I just I'm I remember the first time I saw it too was when I was doing a 
school project in fifth grade on Jim Henson, and I had to dress up like Jim Henson, and I watched, I remember, like, finding a, there was a tape, there was a VHS at the library that had Jim Henson's memorial on it. Weird. Get screwed, library. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I hate libraries. And I, I hate <laughs> libraries. No, I don't. I really loved my library, and it was really, really sad. And um, now I'm even more sad, guys. Yeah, dude. He sings the song, and you cry about Talk it. Talk about a, a celebrity death season. that rocked me as a child. Even though he was already dead by the time I became really aware of Jim Henson, I just thought it was so, like, as I, you know, fell in love with the Muppet universe and, like, learning that this perfect genius had died so uh, you know, untimely. I was just, I, I, I just remember being a kid and being like, that should not be allowed. Like, I was so upset. <laughs> no. What was your like favorite celebrity death? Like, what was the celebrity <laughs> death that just like made oh, you like put a pep in your step? You know what I mean? Made the world spin step. around. I'd probably yeah. go like Bowie. I guess that one was like, no. wow. I really made that one about me when that one happened. I let everybody know that I brushed shoulders with him at the restroom. Isn't that your favorite though? There was a recent celebrity. By the way, shout outs to um, Trevor Moore. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, uh, White uh, but kids, oh, yeah. in they came a flooding. The many, many posts about how uh, actually that day was about the person that spent a day on a set with them. That was actually more about them than than the wife <laughs> and the children that he left behind in the accident. This was immediately Social what Henry and I so started talking weird. about. I was with, I was hanging out with Henry when we found out about Trevor Moore, and he's like, "That's just like the scariest one, like the accident." Yeah. And that apparently he's got some statistic, and I think he made it up, but maybe he didn't about how like over the age of whatever, whatever, it's more likely to die from just like an at-home accident than it is from most other things. And I was like, stop it, Henry. Stop <laughs> we call that the this. God's cruel joke uh, statistic. Yes, absolutely. You can literally uh, die a bird. A hunter could shoot a bird out of the sky and its beak lands right into your brain. No. <laughs> yes, it happened. No, I think. It, no. I'm assuming. I don't know if you're, we're not around many hunters here in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, no. But are, you, are you surprised? Not a big <laughs> hunter per capita industry <laughs> happening here? Well, and then we yeah. develop these fears, and then we have to pass them on to the next generation. Like, I know my children are going to get texts when they are out, when they're like 13, and it starts raining, and I'm going to be like, don't go near trees or scaffolding. Stop <laughs> shelter. And they're going to be so frustrated with me. They're going to be like, oh, my God, my mom is so annoying. Like every single time it rains, I get these panic texts and I'm going to be like, wind can be deadly. You know, so. I think about it every time I'm on an escalator. Yeah. I always think of my grandmother and how my grandmother said, you will die on the escalator. Your your shoe is going to get trapped. Yeah. You'll be sucked inside yeah. of the your shoelace. Yeah, I had and, that fear too. And Darcy proved to all of us that one's heel oh can get stuck God. in an escalator and it will not, in fact, end your life. Her fake Louboutins. I'm sorry. Her house of 11... Lube, fake Louboutins. Thank you. Please, Jack. I just need you to know, MJ, that Darcy from the 90 Day Fiance fame and also Darcy and Stacey, her spinoff, um, they, she and her twin sister have a fashion store called House of Eleven and they sell red bottom shoes that are not Louboutins. I don't exactly know how they can do it, 
but it is very impressive. I thought that they were Louboutins. I should start 90 days maybe for Holt so we have something to talk about during Holden's paternity leave because I have, if anyone's interested in just starting a separate like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City only Real Housewives podcast, that's the only Real Housewives I've watched, but I nobody, no, that's not true. Other people in my life watch it, but I feel like I don't have anybody to talk about (laughs) it with. But so I feel like maybe we can pass the time while Holden's gone by just talking about 90 days, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. you would give me if you start watching 90 day I will tell you exactly which seasons which seasons to watch okay. when to watch them so that you can be introduced to all of our favorite people uh-huh. and don't worry it's incredibly complicated there's different <laughs> names for the shows it's not even just season by season it's almost it's slightly less com- uh, uh, complicated than Life After Lockup which literally just like don't even get me started on the organization of Life After Lockup it is the the most chaotic naming convention, titling convention. Like there's like life after lockup and then love after lockup, right? But then some of them will continue the storylines of like some of the people from life after lockup season, something will be, (laughs) and it's all on Amazon. And you're like, why are, I'm just paying for this evil man to go to space by watching this here, you know what I mean? In the first place, and I'm probably buying season I don't even need, you know what I mean? Just be a, just to to cons- just he's to feed my sick addiction. <laughs> oh, he's up in space, just be like this. This is the spaceship that 90 Day Fiance seasons have built. <laughs> That's what it is. That's where he's getting all of his cash flow. From. <laughs> the 90 Day Fiance hoodwinking. No, just get Discovery Plus, MJ, and then you can really just get into the whole world with world his of it. cowboy hat, MJ. What What's your favorite thing about the billionaires going to space off of, based on the money Ooh, of the of the lower fun. class? Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite thing is how it makes me feel pers- like I'm personally responsible for it because I've been <laughs> because-, because I've been meaning to not do Amazon, but since and I but never Andy- did. I again can blame my children. I never did Amazon until I was like diaper delivery. Yes, please. And Pandy, bro, just Pandy in general, man. Yeah. Like holy fuck, how do you not? Pandies? I'm sorry. That's my fun nickname for the pandemic. It's Pandy. Oh, Pandy. Pandy. Yeah. It's like a cute, oh, that's the mascot too for the pandemic, a little panda bear. He goes like, hey, No, I think it should be a panty. I think it should be a big old stinky panty. Hey, it's me, the talking (laughs) Don't you wish I could just go away? You thought I was dead, but I'd never die. Oh, throw it away. All you have to do is wash me through a free laundry wash, but half of you won't, so I guess I'm still healed. It's free and it's right down the street, but instead you refuse. I actually something about rights. That if the pandemic, the the icon of the pandemic wasn't discussing panty, I think that people would want to clean that panty much more than they would want to get vaccinated. So it's about messaging the narrative. Narrative. This is the public health slogan we've been looking for: clean the panty with like a big. What are you going to wear, dirty panties? Get the vaccine. Uh, Get the fucking vaccine. I feel like panty is one of those words that makes a lot of people uncomfortable, too, like the word moist, Mm -hmm. so we can capitalize on that. Well, also, he has to say stuff like, I'm panty, and I don't believe in free speech. You know what I mean? Stuff like that that really gets the morons to think that, you know, (laughs) all you have to do is just say a few buzzwords, you know. Hey, it's me. You You know who's smart? 
You. Oh, get this panty <laughs> out of panty. here. <laughs> Give me the shot. Panty said, get the shot. He hates free speech. He loves free speech like me. I like guns in the military. Oh, get no. the shot. Take it from dirty panty. panty. Someone clean the panty. And I certainly know it's not going to look anything like a panty that Lizzo would wear while giving a TED twerk. Yes, I just seamlessly Fuck yeah, dude. Good job, Jackie. <laughs> TED twerk done by Lizzo where she delivered a TED talk about the history of twerking is, man, Lizzo has given us talk about the, you know, in our new resurgence of of the panty that we didn't know would exactly happen as quickly as it did. Or some of us fucking did. We're not going to go down that road. By the way, Dirty Panty 2024. I'm throwing no, it out there right now. He will be elected president. No, <laughs> Based on his many platforms that I just laid out. Go oh, on. Get the panty out of here and not up in there because I watched or I watched the clip of the TED twerk that Lizzo gave. And of course, people have lots of things to say on the TED twerk that she did. We're not going to watch all of it until it comes out. But I do like that so much of the internet is celebrating Lizzo right now because also she's dropping a new album. And I think that she does a collab song with Cardi B on it. And that oh, comes yes, out on please. Friday. And I'm so excited about this new album, it's called Rumors, but man, talk about doing a great job with like this this uh, PR of leading up to the album drop is beautiful. It's like Lil Nas X, like you have to just be so fucking good at that social media game on this level that. Because you also, it's so easy in one of these publicity pushes where you're like doing a bunch of social media stuff. We talk about it time and time again on the show to like show your whole ass. Ah, yeah. pun intended. During, during the, the rollout and then somebody like finds some loophole. But it's people like, yeah, Lizzo, Lil Nas X just absolutely kill it. I will also say, as much as I love these albums that have been coming out lately because it's just so good to get new music, everybody's putting out that kind of like morose <laughs> quarantine album. And I like, I connect with it, but also Lizzo, please. Please bring the party back. I need the party to come I think back she's because bring the party back. Everybody, I was just listening to the, the Billie, new Billie Eilish, Eilish, and it's oh, awesome. But I'm great. just like, put a. Can I sleep until? Can I lay in a forest <laughs> until I die from heartbreak? That's how I felt listening to it. No. I'm bellying myself. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a one final Blair Witch sexual encounter, and then I'm oh, gonna do a Bella in the, in the forest, forest right after. Yeah, Sometimes I definitely need that forest. because, like, I, I the other night I was like, oh, I'm like. The kids are in bed. I'm going to make dinner. Like, I'm feeling good. I'm in a good mood. I'm going to listen to some new music. And I'm like, since I'm consistently bad at listening to new music, like the new music that I know I really like uh, is the Olivia Rodrigo album. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm let's so listen to some new music. listening to it, though. Yeah, That's I'm proud awesome. of myself, too, because I so struggle with integrating new music. But then, of course, I went from being like, yeah, let's do it, to just being like, you didn't cheat, so you're still a train. <laughs> oh, you're still a train. That song, MJ. I I so cried too. I cried about to, that song cried too. to, cried to, cried to already. I thought you were going to bring up the Hope You're Okay song, <laughs> which is just, yeah. oh my, that's another one. If you listen to the lyrics, MJ, it's just like, oh. Just, oh. And MJ, I, I will say, maybe you don't get to experience this for a little while longer, but now that I am a car person, to scream Sing the Olivia Rodrigo album Alone in the Car is a very enjoyable occasion. Yeah, well, that's I actually the other day like just went out. I hadn't done this, I think, maybe I don't know, for 
very long time, maybe the whole pandemic, I just was like, I'm just going to go out by myself and sit outside at a bar and have a drink. Fuck yeah. And it was it was great. Um, you know, Gideon was home with the kids, didn't leave the children at home alone. Oh, I had coverage. They're three and two, they're fine. <laughs> they can figure it out. And, you know, I had been out by myself and stuff, but it was just like the act of being like, it's nighttime, I want to go sit at a bar, I'm going to do it. And I was walking around listening to music and yeah. it felt so good. Oh. And I had done that. You know, obviously it's like I have done that throughout the pandemic, but like having like having had one drink and walking around and listening to music is just like Oh yeah, but driving is even better because then you get to sing. Obviously, Scream, then you sing get it. drunk, but you can't. You trade drinking for singing. I miss the being drunk and walking. Yeah. though listening to music, that is something I really miss. Yeah, and singing along to it too. When you're really that drunk, you don't care anymore. And you don't one give of the best things yeah. about New York, it, which is one of the kind of sat, can be one of the saddest things. They always talk about how you know uh, it's the can be the most lonely place in the world, but really people don't give a fuck about you yes. at all. Yeah. So what's awesome is in that sense is you can just liberally cry on the subway train. Yeah. No oh, one's going it. to bother you. No one. And everyone's going to give you space. This. It was like the third week that I lived in LA and I was walking and crying like I do. And someone stopped me and asked me if I was okay. And I was like, <laughs> Fuck away from me! <laughs> I'm so, like, I hate LA. I Such hate that people care response. about me, even though they don't fucking know me. Even though Jackie, that's actually really nice. It's very nice. It's when you're like, <gasps> like I was ugly, sad. Like I was. Sad. I don't want anyone to talk to me either, though. I don't want oh. anyone to get near me and it's not that I'm ashamed or anything I just I'm just crying on the street leave me alone no but yeah. New York will sometimes surprise you because like I def usually the people will leave you alone and that's what you want and it's great but also one time I was like crying a lot on the subway and a guy just walked by and just like stopped bent down gave me a huge hug and then just kept walking <laughs> like it was so sweet and then there are times when you need those, when you need that connection and somebody like you put it out there and somebody takes it and does just the right amount. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, thank you to those people. <laughs> I try to be one of those people when around other people, but it is scary because then also, you know, who knows? What if he tried to hug you and you were like, like, what if you flip the fuck out and there's also that possibility and like I also want to reach out and like you know when I see someone in a customer service that's having like a really bad day and I just want like I try to do the like reach out of like hey like I see you you're working really fucking hard you killing it but also sometimes you don't fucking want that yeah yeah yeah, Sometimes. I think the best thing I heard this from someone else, but the best thing I think just slide him like a little like piece of chocolate or something because that not only just says like I hear you, I get you, and here's like a little something maybe that'll help. What if there's a razor blade inside, <laughs> there's piss. Oh, there's yeah, there's, there's definitely piss, something. Inside well, there's definitely it. piss on it. I mean, here's <laughs> yeah, but that's because I'm really piss into piss it. play these days. I don't know if you guys knew that about me, but <laughs> please, Lizzo, bring back the party. I'm ready for it. I know that we're sort of tightening back up, maybe, and loosening out a little bit. But you know what? Fake it till you make it. I'll have a two-person party, a th hopefully, well, three-person party here in a, about a week or so, hopefully. Yeah, because also, again, this is Holden's last yeah. uh, show with us for a bit. For a minute. And I am going to be sad about it, but I do I do wonder, um, something that we missed out on the last couple of weeks that, you know what, I was kind of fine with it, <laughs> is the fact that there's a lot of white celebrities not bathing their children. Yeah, we got to talk about that. What is that it's not, it's about? It's number one. And themselves. It's crazy because it was everywhere when it comes to it. So even though we were off, of course I'm still reading stuff. I still, I like to stay abreast of what's going on. Every single 
website that I always look at. It was the number one story where, again, you know when you're hitting the real meat of a summer when all of the celebrities are on vacation, of that this is the hot topics. And also, a lot of this started from a conversation on the podcast, which that's all, again, when you know that there's not a whole fucking lot going on, is when people, that the hot stories are coming from, I think that it was straight up from Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell's pod. Or no, it started with Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. That's what it started yes. with an interview. With yes, them. it started with them. And and meanwhile, Dex, Dex uh, Shepard and Kristen Bell actually, I think, like are like a pretty fun example of like celebrity parents. They've got like a lot of really good stories. And they're very open. I like to like when he fell off the wagon, when Dak Shepard went back into rehab and them being really open with how they spoke to their kids about it and how they dealt with it. And then how it wasn't just like, it wasn't just something that we looked at and just kind of threw away or like acted as if the kids wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. No, they included them in the conversation to an appropriate extent. I actually, I really like following them and what they have to say about relationships and parenting. Well, especially too, when they, when he, and then when he fell off an actual wagon and they were like, (laughs) this is what the wagon was used for. It was a wagon for taking our horses to the, the front of the house to the back of the house and he fell off and they were just incredibly they had diagrams of how the wagon misfunctioned 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 what this is holding he's here's the words. thing What's about up? ashton kutcher and mila kunis though and i'm not trying to get myself canceled oh, but here you we go do not have to bathe your kids every single day yeah but also they were to they went they took it too far and they just took it too far because they want to be provocative yeah. just like Jake Gyllenhaal just clean yourself man and obviously if you're an adult yeah they keep being like when I smell my own rot yeah. I step up to the top it's like dude just fucking shut up like just it's gross kids don't you know if you're kids don't smell don't sw- obviously we all remember that like you don't smell and sweat the same way when you are a kid as when you are an adult but they do also play in the dirt a lot so you have to you know counterbalance those things but 100%. when you're like a new parent, you feel like, oh my God, do I have to like do this incredibly intense thing? Of, because at first when you start bathing kids, it's like, this is like, they scream. It's like a whole deal. And you associate like, oh, nice bath time before bedtime. And no. then it's like, they're screaming. There's water everywhere. It's right. like a huge. And, but then it's like when I was meeting parents and there were like, you know, ex- more experienced parents and they're like, you can bathe your kids like a couple times a week. It's fine. Like, yeah. And so everyone being like this call ACS on ACS. Ashton Kutcher. I was like, Definitely okay, everybody not. needs to relax a little bit. <laughs> People are saying that. Especially That's when hilarious. it comes to, um, as someone, I don't have my own children, but I was a nanny for many years. There is a reason why oft times they leave the bathing of children to the nannies. Yes. It's because it's not fun. It's not fun. And that's what I think that people that are doing the like, how dare you leave your children dirty, have never had to deal with the process of washing either children, especially multiple yeah, children at a time. At a time. And you think, again, you think all these people who are like, bath time is part of our sweet nightly bedtime ritual. Maybe it would be so sweet if I had been doing it every single night for all this time. But I'm like, it is... So messy. They always it always ends up with like fighting. They're screaming when they get out because they're cold. Uh, like even if I have the towels right there, it it's like a it takes an hour, you know, between like getting them in and out and lotioned and hair combed, and it's like a whole production. And so, I think that we don't need to hold cleaning children to the same standards as adults. That said, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with you? I mean... Let's talk about ourselves for a second. Now, full <laughs> disclosure, right? I, I'm a guy who showers... 
I mean, I'm a sweaty person, so I shower pretty much every single day. There may be the very rare, and it happens more often during the winter, and I enjoy going a single day without showering if I literally don't sweat at all, stay in a completely, like, maintained state, and I'll still, like, probably wash my face. I'll be washing my hands throughout the day, all that good stuff as well, and teeth, of course, as well. That is a definite given twice a day, right? I mean, that's where I'm at. Just wanted to throw it out there. But uh, yeah, it's kind of um, crazy to me, but I also get jealous because I'm like, I have a sweating problem. So there's unavoidable for me. Also, I work out though, you know. Yeah. Jake, and Jake is probably working Jake's out. Yeah. That's working the gross out. part. Yes. That's the gross part now that I think about it. That's the part that's making me the most upset. There's also, we have to acknowledge because there's definitely like a racial undertone to this, correct? Yes. I saw that in the in the article about The Rock. Well, it's because then it's like, you know, it's Cardi B says, what's up with people saying they don't shower? It's given itchy. <laughs> I also, and I do see as someone that I'm, I, I'm a shower person. Yeah. I like to shower. Uh, yeah. Shower also, it feels too much. Great. It feels great. It's the best part of the day. Do you not like sensory pleasure? Like, why would you not shower? <laughs> I got a Bluetooth speaker just to enjoy it more. Like, I yeah. just love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm sure all their showers are fucking incredible. Like, I have like a nasty New York City shower right. that like doesn't drain fast enough. And it's like so old that no matter how much you scrub it, it's never quite clean enough yes. you know it's just like it's and i love it's like my happiest place and these people <laughs> probably have huge ass huge size of this showers. apartment walk-in showers with like multiple shower heads and places to sit you know spend some time in there yeah have at i do also like even though we know here it, even though i love him very much that J- jason momoa <laughs> is someone that is it does seem not where he's not big into wearing um you know, the bad kind of deodorant, which I understand. <laughs> so he does, I think, come off as a stinky person. Mm. But he even says, I'm not starting any trends. I shower. <laughs> Trust me. I shower. I'm Aquaman. I'm in the fucking water. Don't worry about it. I'm Hawaiian. We got salt water on me. I'm good. <laughs> that is such a great response to someone in person asking him if he showers a lot. Where he's essentially like, Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Why are you asking me? And then there's just, you know, the perfect rock. The rock. And of course, The Rock says he's, quote, the opposite of a not washing themselves celeb. But you also have to remember, too, like what Holden brought up earlier. He works out like two or three times a day. Yeah. Of course he's washing himself. Well, and so that yeah, the Twitter exchange was The Rock tweeted out that he showers three times a day. And then somebody was like, this is maybe even weirder than not showering. And then The Rock replied and was like, not weird at all. I work out. I work a 12-hour shift. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, I work out again. I can't remember. It's like three times. Very easy to understand. <laughs> and he just like totally shut this him. guy down. Well, yeah, the only the only extra one is the one in the morning. But he does that as just a wake-up. Yeah. Uh, and everybody has their wake-up routine. He does like a cold shower to wake up, yeah. which also. That's right. Because he does cold, lukewarm, and hot. That is a little bit weird. I love him. Yes. My my cold shower. That's just how fucking regimented that guy is. <laughs> my, my cold shower in the morning is uh, a half an hour of looking at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. That is my cold shower in the morning. Ooh, I lay in bed in the dark. Similar. I go through all four of those apps and then I'm ready to start the day and uh, I'm either better for it or most times way worse for it. Yeah. Oh, that's why I miss the Rock app. I wish that the Rock clock would come back because <laughs> then the Rock has to keep you, uh, like then it's keeping you on his schedule. You get up, you get in the shower, you work out. 
You shower, you eat, you work out. <laughs> uh, he, uh, can you? I could never imagine living that life. But I think that it's. I'm very proud of him that that is his life. And as someone that watched him recently grow three sizes in one franchise um, while watching The Fast and the Furious, it's crazy how big he's gotten. And then we went to go see Jungle Cruise. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. He's just so big. Then also it's acknowledged, too, that this is, I think, a weird white person thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I think like- it's like a white guy <laughs> thing specifically because it's like, there's like, <laughs> yes. because, uh, you know, girls are socialized to be like, you're disgusting no matter what you do, so you better shower. I mean, it's true, though, like... <laughs> I mean, it's a little true, right? I mean, but anyways, and, go on. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I also, one of the things I loved about The Rock the most was like, yeah, I work a 12-hour shift and then I want to come home and shower because I also, I like, I'm a big fan of shower at the beginning of the day and shower at the end of the day. Different purposes. Shower at the beginning to get clean, shower at the end of the day to like let it go, sure. you know? And I, I don't know what it is about white guys where they take pride in not doing something you're supposed to do. It's just inherent contrarianism. I mean, I feel like it's also just like a L.A. person thing, like a weird, like, I gotta be, switch it up and be me in this dumb way. Well, and what was Jake Gyllenhaal's thing? It was like, your skin naturally cleans itself. That does sound like some L.A. shit. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's some, that's the that's exactly what I'm talking about, MJ, that exact part of it, where he's like, the body Body naturally secretes. What are you talking? What person? I see the person at the oil shop that he was at telling him this, and him being like, "Yeah, he's wearing like the biggest, dumbest sunglasses ever. He's wearing like those carnival ones. You know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, he's not paying attention. His kids like climbing up a big rack. He's about to break his neck. He's like, yeah, yeah, that does secrete. I read that on fucking Lumiere.com, like just some dumb website he follows. You know what I mean? Yeah, just all these people, right? You go to the sandwich shop. They're at the sandwich shop. You go to the juice store they're at the juice store <laughs> no i am uh i'm actually juice not juiced <laughs> by the way it's a juice store uh, thank you. uh i uh there's a lot of juice stores in la they're but either all, way what they say i i love my brethren <laughs> and i love my pregnant wife who's given me a top off of my coffee that oh. i texted her about a little while ago thank you addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks i just said to him i love you so much you're such an amazing person I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. But I think that um, I would, I, I just always think about the video that The Rock, when he went to go, um, he wanted to go work out in the morning and he saw the hawk eating the snake out in front of his <laughs> that door. That was gnarly. And all he's like, I guess I can't, I guess I can't work out, but I am going to watch this hawk <laughs> eat this snake. <laughs> and it just makes me fall more and more in love with him between that. And, oh, God damn, the Jungle Cruise. 
It was damn delightful, MJ. You should go see it. It's delightful. Yeah, I'll see Jungle Cruise. That sounds like what I need right now. I think it is what you need right now. And I don't think that you're going to be getting the three showers a day that the Rock gets to have. No, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I, de- I don't even, I don't have a kid yet and I can't fathom doing three a day. I definitely do, you know, one after the work. I like that midday shower. Ooh, and then you put those jammies on at night. You put, I put socks on. Once you have a kid, a shower becomes like currency, way more emotionally like yeah. loaded. Charging, because you're, yeah, you're you're deprived of them for so it's so hard to get one in daily at first that they become, or at least for me, my relationship with showering, I always loved it, uh, but like it, I I love it just so many factors more now since parenthood because it's just like becomes this incredibly uh, like. When you, oh my God, the when I had Freddie and I was a C-section on Friday, I think I don't think I got to shower until either Sunday or Monday because I like couldn't, you can't stand up for the first like however many hours, and I was real sick or whatever. So anyway, and I had to sit, I had like I had to have like a shower chair because I still wasn't good to stand. But I like sat in the little shower chair in the hospital, took a shower. To this day, best shower of my entire life, like. Nothing makes the heart grow fonder than showers, except for Jake Gyllenhaal, than not having them. Uh, you know. I think he's confusing this self-cleaning thing with how you should like not wa- like shampoo your hair every day. And that's true. Or get inside of your pussy. Like how you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to put anything inside of your pussy. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It is also naturally self-cleaning. Yes. And how you should put something up your asshole like <laughs> while you shower Clean just to out. make sure Clean that it out, stretch it's properly out. clean <laughs> and stretched. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't understand that. I am not a bath person for sure, uh, but I can see myself being coming one after the kids come. Uh, kid comes. Uh, uh, we don't. We don't necessarily are going to have multiple. Uh, oh no! I want to know the real answer now, Holden. Are you going to have more children after this? We have had this discussion actually, and I will tell you that if I'm making um, far more money in about two years or so, or I guess maybe a year from now at least, we will check in. If I am just really making substantially more Whoa, money to justify that. No, but I feel like, seriously, real. you can't, I mean, isn't that the thing, though, that, like, a lot of parents, a lot of boomers, like, didn't actually have a discussion about it. was like, hey, do we even have the money for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then that's what they say. When I say this to my mom, and I'm like, I don't know if, like, I can financially handle it. She's like, you feel... You find a way. You figure it you out. You always find a way. And I was like, I do want to find it. Like, I like what you're saying. This is the secret, Jackie. You All out. you have to do is just disappoint them every Christmas. I never be able no, to give them but like they anything never that disappointed they wanted to And that's why I'm so nervous. I was like, I'm going to be the disappointment. I'm going to do it. You see those cardboard boxes in the corner right there? <laughs> no. Those are shoes. Those are dresses. <laughs> no. Those are gloves. Those are everything you need. You just cut them up and you tape them together. Oh, I thought <laughs> I was going to be Cinderella. I thought you meant that she was going to dress me in the <laughs> and I get to go to the ball, and then I marry a secret prince. I mean, yeah, that too, obviously. Jeez, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Dude, I stink like shit after an afternoon of not chat. Anyways, I, I just is crazy, man. I smell myself. I'm ripe. You don't even have to clean your own shower when you're that rich. I think it just must be that your your life is so nice when you are that rich. Like that that you don't 
need material sensory pleasure. You're so air conditioned. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there's just, they literally blow, the bodyguards blow air on your face as you walk from the house <laughs> into your fancy Escalade that is going to drive you to the airport. They blow on your face to keep you cool. This is my thing. I mean, I'm at least, it's a little bit better out here, sort of, but if I'm outside for more than 10 minutes, I am sweating, I am disgusted, I will be speaking to a doctor about this as soon as I can get my primary physician. Yeah, real more, more real life shit (laughs) listeners that's what you got to hear these days okay i've got a car payment i've got (laughs) this is our we forget about all that when we're here and we're here to just yell about snoop dogg and kevin hart giving their commentary for the olympics because i'm very upset you know i want to say that i'm very upset that we weren't putting out current content during the olympics but it was a very surreal olympics to watch i don't know if you guys i watched a lot of it it was fun man i mean first of all how could you do it to no audience though all i could think of was that like part of what you know in watching of course what happened with simone biles and how open that she was and all that i could think is that when i was watching the qualifying events and i was like how hard must it be to not hear the roar of people watching you and i know that for some that that would probably put them off but as a performer obviously i'm not a simone biles (laughs) but i feel like there's a difference between running through like a cue to cue on a stage and running through something and then doing it to the roar of people right and it puts you in a different mindset so if your mind is already like so you know so much was on top of her she was under so much like emotional weight as well as like, and then of course the other things that were coming out about what she was dealing with. And then on top of it to do it to nobody. And I know there's some people there, but it's not the same. Yeah. I also, right. It's tough because it, right. It feels uh, like, I mean, (laughs) I'm glad that the Olympics happened. I, I didn't watch as much as I wished that I had, but I always enjoy it. Um, but it, it was like, I feel like there was a, a kind of like everything right now, kind of cloud over it. Like, should this be happening? Right, and so I feel right. like for, for us gymnasts who, who have very specific reasons to feel that the gym, that the Olympic committee specifically does not care about them yeah. to then be like, also now you're doing it a pandemic. Uh Oh, uh-oh, MJ, Dirty Pandy has something to say. <laughs> hey, she should, as an American, stuck with it. She should be a winner for her country. And not to take care of her own mental health. I should know. I sit on a couch all day and poop myself. I don't do anything physical, but I'm here to have an opinion on Simone Biles. But I'm careful about what I put into my body. Shout out to to uh, uh, T-Swift, by the way, with that beautiful um, little video I speech that thing. that to wear in those dirty panties <laughs> on yeah, those dirty panties. her make. She leaves her no, make in the panty. She showers for sure I'm at sure least once showers. a day. Definitely. I'm sure. All right. Although she, she did say, I, who did I learn this? She, she did say that she was asked, I should find, I'll just find it. She was asked, do you wash your legs? This was an earlier, huh. this was like wave one <laughs> of the do you clean yourself <laughs> discourse. That's so weird. Because, I didn't know you that. know, there was, it was trending for a while. This was like, I don't know, maybe even pre-pandemic, there was a like, do you wash your legs thing on Twitter. 
and everyone again a lot of people of color were like why would you not why would and a you lot not? of white it did seem to break down a long race where a lot of white people were like not always and then a lot of people of color were like excuse me and so somebody asked uh taylor swift if she washed her legs and i believe she said well i have to shave my legs she said i do because when you shave your legs the shaving cream is like soap right so that counts Good. I'm on the right side of history then. So actually, this is a bit suspect here. It's a bit su- I think you got to go soap and then shaving cream, Taylor Swift. I don't think that the shaving cream counts as soap. But no, I don't think so. At least it's something. It's certainly better than Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. But that said, wash your legs with soap, people. It yes, is and a part feet. of your body. Yes. Yes. The only part that you don't want to put soap is inside your vagina. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but, but there's other things you can put in there. <laughs> oh, which is man. very fun. You can find so many things. I um <laughs> I forgot about this washing your legs thing. Um, that was in 2019. That's how insane of our brain has like just compounded everything that's happened. Of like, no, that happened two months ago, right? <laughs> yeah, uh. I think that was two months ago. I have no fucking clue anymore. Going um, back to the Olympics, can I just say, I can't believe it took this long for skateboarding to get added to the competition. So and at cool the same time, it I'm just mystified by speed walking. And I, like, <laughs> I love that it is a I part of it, but it is the dumbest walking. fuck competition. Thanks to Ben Kissel for posting it because I didn't know that that was a thing and I was like, did Ben like I was like, I th- it was so funny. I was like, this must be fake. And I was like, there's no way Ben could have faked this. Like, this can't be a deep fake. Yeah, no, it's real. I did not know. Please look up, though, if you have not watched it yet, Speedwalking Olympics. And they, man, they are doing the most. Dude, <laughs> I feel like I should always it's be walking like that because you get so... the most out of your walk. You, like, tight. <gasps> I, I know there's... I know there's specific rules about like the heels touching the ground, but I'm like, it, they are running, man. Like they are just running. Honestly, it's more controlled running. Yeah. You holding your body like that, that's gotta yeah. be hard to I, It, it yeah, makes I no tough, sense. But. You should watch it if only to have the <laughs> mental experience of thinking like, how, what? What's happening right now? Because how can you try to go that fast without running? Like, imagine being in an athletic prison where you are like, I'm supposed to go as fast as I can. But also, I can't run, and that's the rules of this Olympic. And then you make it to the Olympics following this nonsense. I apologize. Rule. It's also it's called race walking, race oh. not walking, speed walking. It is called race walking. Sounds like a game that fourth graders would make up. You know, it'd be like, okay, whoever gets to this end of the playground, but you can't run. You have to <laughs> you walk. Run. You can run. Tiny steps. <laughs> it reminds me of Have you ever watched a slow biking competition where they oh try to be God. the slowest? Biking, oh biking. no, that's awesome! Though. Yeah, but you ever do in spin classes when you got to do it really slow and controlled? That's when your muscles are like because <laughs> it's like yoga, right? It kind of goes into a yoga territory because yeah, you're like sustaining position. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Do it, but I um, also though it made my heart sing because of Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart giving commentary over equestrian events, and you guys know I have a love for dressage. I think that I feel bad for what happens to the horses, and I probably should, but I really like dressage, but watching 
them watch the equestrian event and that Kevin Archer goes, this horse is off the chain. And <laughs> Snoop said, I got to get this motherfucker in a video. Motherfucker was off the chain. <laughs> Just talking really intense That's about so watching this fucking horse. Snoop had obviously never so seen happy. dressage and so he was like super surprised and yeah, the first thing he does is he goes, that horse is crip walking. And they were just like <laughs> dying. Like, and it was so, it was like to watch Snoop Dogg discover dressage on air for the first Great. time. That's it was amazing. Ever, that was a quite a highlight for me from the Olympics. I was so over the moon for it because you know what? I always get upset sometimes at the commentary because oftentimes it is people that used to be Olympians giving the commentary. And sometimes I think they're a little harsh yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the people that are performing. And so I just sat and then I started yelling at the commentary, like on the commentators while I'm watching the clips. I'm like, give them a fucking break. They're going through a lot. I don't <laughs> understand why people aren't looking at this as like, these are people that just also went through a pandemic. And think of where your fucking brain's at right now. Are you able to go and perform a sport globally? <laughs> no! Give them more ups for going all the way there, having to deal with all this shit with masks on, being scared, and also having... You were, they were ready last year. Yeah. They don't and have, have any an extra year. Yeah. And they're completely devoid of cum because of Olympic Village. They've oh got no my spark. God. You There's know what I mean? No fucking in the they're Olympic Village. Absolutely drained. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your and Olympic experience was not the same as theirs, commentator. So everyone just relax and be nicer to them. Cause yeah, you didn't have to delay this a year. You didn't have to not fuck when you were there. You didn't have to be terrified of getting COVID. Can you which imagine not fucking? Can. You know what we need? This I got the solution. Momentators. We get the athletes' mothers oh to get on the God. mic and then they'll be like, you know what? She tried her best and I, I love my little girl. I would <laughs> love to watch momentators, but also only the good momentators because yeah. you also don't want the ones that are like, my kid will never be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. The dance, like we no dance moms allowed. Yeah. It's no, be it's like a Mighty Ducks 2 situation. I don't, can't, I can't watch Island go through that again. <laughs> I love the Mighty Ducks 2. Uh, well, I, I love fucking celebrity conspiracies. And you better ah, get used to it. Do you believe it? Ashton Kutcher being a CIA double agent? A yes. stinky one. How could he be yeah. a double agent when he stinks? <laughs> Speaking of Ashton smelling Kutcher. Smelling from a mile away. Hiding in plain yeah. sight, MJ. <laughs> He's bad at being a spy, I guess. <laughs> You gotta. Uh, you this can't, one you actually, can't smell. Have you ever been around somebody who doesn't shower? You can smell them. Oh my god! If you god. can't see them, you can smell them. Yeah. You know, I've so, said this to you before too. Of it is hair smell. When I smell someone's hair, and mm. like it doesn't happen as much anymore. But in New York, when you're pressed on top of people, you know, when you're on a subway <laughs> and you're pressed up against someone, you're like, you haven't washed your hair. In a long time. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. telling people, like talking about people that have gone through the no poo process. Right. I mean, you know exactly what I mean. And especially when you know people that have gotten their hair dyed and they don't want the dye to go too quickly. Mm. So they're like, oh, I'm not going to wash my hair anymore. And then you smell their hair. I feel like I know you're talking about. I'm talking talk about with. any person that doesn't <laughs> wash their hair properly. 
I feel like this is the, you have found the one thing I don't miss about uh, life before the pandemic. Yeah, before pandemic is being pressed up against someone. Because the thing is that I do actually already, before you even give me why he is (laughs) um, an undercover person, Ashton Kutcher, he did co-found that company where he actually, he does a lot of work against um, child sex trafficking. Yes, they watched a, him and Demi watched a documentary about child trafficking and, and then they were just like, that's our thing. And then they like went into that really hard. At least they're doing the thing though. Yeah, totally. I agree. But he's also works for the CIA. Oh no. It wouldn't even be that bad, I guess, actually. And if we watch Riverdale this week, which you know we're gonna, we know about bad CIA. Oh my Uh lord, Riverdale is back. I'm not ready. (laughs) Oh my god. So this one comes in from Haley. Thank you so much for writing into the page seven podcast Gmail account. That's page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, famous star from that 70s show, and even more importantly, Punked, a show that works in deception and lies, Whoa. may very well be dropping hints that he is an active member of the CIA for the past two decades. Isn't that fucking interesting, Whoa. you fuckers? <laughs> Whoa. Ollie Breland at Mother Jones has the scoop after seeing an Insta post of two tweets from Kutcher from the past. This is the tweet from 2009. Spent the afternoon picking the brain of a former CIA guy. It really makes you wonder if anything you come in contact with is not manipulated tweet in 2018 just sending out a morning shout to the men and women of the intelligence community that keep uh keep us safe and protect our country hashtag gratitude hashtag ty Whoa. that could mean thank you that could mean tell you lies. he really did a hashtag gratitude post for the cia hashtag gratitude Hashtag TY with a photo of a haggard pic of Kutcher drinking his morning Joe out of a CIA mug. Oh, no. How do you get a mug if you don't work there? This is a scandal even if it's not a conspiracy. Why (laughs) are you just tweeting your love and appreciation of the CIA? What on earth is wrong with you? I think we need to get him one of my favorite mugs, which has a cow on it. It says, moo, bitch, get out the hay. Uh And I think that that's the mug he should be drinking out of. Damn, I wish I had more of the names offhand, but... There's somebody's uh, sent us a really funny dog celebrity mug, and it's just a bunch of celebrity dogs, like Dolly barked in or something oh, like that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> My favorite, though, is that Snoop Dogg's just Snoop Dogg. <laughs> but it's just a dog that looks like Snoop Dogg. Everybody else has like their name slightly altered to be a dog pun, but Snoop Dogg's just Snoop Dogg. It is very funny. Uh, so then Breland found a video of Twitter that went viral with Kutcher explaining on a podcast called American Optimist how TikTok may, in fact, be a Chinese psyop. <gasps> To influence Americans, Kutcher said, if I'm China and I want to think about a problem in that area of the world, specifically a naval problem in that area of the world in the South China Sea, I would probably want to use TikTok to influence the minds of Americans in an anti-U.S. propaganda, anti-Taiwanese propaganda effort to make any kind of war from the United States extraordinarily unpopular in order to defend the South China Sea. What do you know, Kutcher? Oh, no, he's got to know so much. South China Sea, what are you pulling that out? could you imagine pulling that out of your ass? I mean, he's got to know something. He's got to be in cahoots. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. This is the most damning evidence of them all. Lastly, on the red carpet for the film, The Spy Who Dumped Me, Mila Kunis was asked how she'd react if she found out Ashton Kutcher was a spy. And she replied, I'd be like, I knew it. I wouldn't put it past him. He also has multiple jobs. Like, not everything adds up where I'm like, what do you really do? What is the office you claim to go to? And why is there many different locations to this office? Because he's in the CIA. This message will self-destruct 
in five seconds. Five, no, four. Holden. If you can't account for your husband's whereabouts, <laughs> I think he might be cheating on you. Yes, no. I think that was actually him cheating MJ? on Mila no, he is in the CIA, and I don't understand why you can't believe this wife right now. LOL, my spy <laughs> husband just like never texts me back when he's out. It's you know? so interesting. And then he hides his phone whenever I try to look at it. Must he's be the a CIA. Prince, definitely. <laughs> All of those locations are romantic love hotels. I don't understand what he does there. There must be a business center at the love hotel. I mean, it's a hotel, but still. <laughs> He has to be a business <laughs> that he's working out of. It just might have like a really good hourly rate to use the internet. Yes. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so um as someone that has lied to myself about um a cheating partner before, I, I mean I get it. Wouldn't it be great if he is in the CIA though? Right. Too dumb. I mean, I don't trust <laughs> The CIA. Is it because of the trucker hats? Is that I, why? I, isn't he just a dumbass? I'm, How do you I'm play out here sight? defending him and the amount that he bathes his kids. Uh, no, I guess he's fine. I guess we like Ashton Kutcher, right? Because has not bathing your kids is absolutely a smokescreen, undeniable. Yeah. CIA, I believe it with a bullet. What do you think, Jack? I think that he's in the CIA. And MJ, you firmly believe he's too stupid to be a member of the CIA. Oh, it's not that. I think they would take him. I, I guess that's <laughs> I don't think I want him to be in right. the You know what? I'm, I'll say yes. Yeah, because they it would who who better to hide in plain sight than you know a famous dumbass. I do also want to say he recently was in that trial from the Hollywood Ripper because he was dating one of the victims of this serial killer, and he was in the trial. I guess oh my god, this is also 2019. Man, my brain really just compounds the last year and a half. Um, that so maybe he wasn't on there because. He was dating one of the victims. Maybe it's because he was the insider of the CIA that was trying to track down the Hollywood Ripper. Uh-huh. Too far? <laughs> yeah, that was too far. Oh, okay, that was too far. All right, well, I still think he's in the CIA. <laughs> well, that's your celebrity conspiracy, and if you don't like it, you can go to a zoo. That's my new oh, sign-off wow. line. Yeah, go yeah. to a zoo. Actually, don't go to a zoo. It's kind of depressing, I feel Yeah, like don't go to a zoo. Yeah, if you don't like it, you can go to a pool and swim. Yeah, I like that. Or go to like an open air rehab center for animals. If you don't like it, you can go to a big open clown's mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that you walk inside that tortures you when you go in. No, get a shit in his mouth. If you don't like it. Your kid is going to be like, my dad says the has the weirdest <laughs> saying. It's like other people's dads say like, go take a walk. But my dad goes on these long, detailed violent descriptions about what you should do. If you don't like it, you can grow your legs too long. No! <laughs> you're gonna, I don't want to be stretched, but don't worry. If you don't like it, you can listen to the list. Oh! Who's on the list? list? Jackie, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. Ooh, this is 16 times celebrity exes played love interests in TV shows and movies. Because Naomi Watts and Liev Schreiber ended their 11-year relationship in 2016, but then they had to play spouses in Chuck the following year. I think I, I found this list and I got really lost in it because of the idea, which I know that neither one of you guys care about. But because in Twilight, <laughs> one of the female werewolves has to listen to inside of the brain of the man wolf 
that she loves who imprinted on someone else and fell in love with someone else so he broke up with her and then she has to hear inside of his brain all the time while he thinks about his new love and he thinks about other people and he doesn't think about her and can you imagine how fucked your brain would be if you had to listen to the person that broke your heart inside of their brain falling in love with someone else yeah that's awful but I bet it wasn't as bad as Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake, who dated from 2003 to 2007, and then they reunited to play Elizabeth Halsey and Scott Delacord in Bad Teacher in 2011. I will say, I just throwing it out there, definitely uh, had a bit of a hookup in uh, college, sophomore year, and with one of uh, the ladies in my acting class. And wouldn't you know it, right after things got awkward uh, and we sort of didn't continue to hook up, we are assigned a romantic scene in a party park together for oh. acting class and I had to like roll around with her in this acting class Ooh. in little bike shorts. Did you yeah, have makeup little... sex? No, we oh. definitely were just like, all right, well, now it's awkward and now we're doing this Ooh, as well to make it even more awkward. I mean, at least physically we were like, well, we've already rolled around, so we know how to do that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Yeah, I guess, but that's gotta be Oh rough. yeah, that sounds right? like an actual God. nightmare. Just Add to one of the most just awkward, like my time at college acting school was just wall to wall that shit. It was just constant, awkward, embarrassing. Well, of course, it's all it's already the more like one of the more hormone driven parts of your life in a big transition of growing up. Yeah. On top of the fact that you're alone for the first time away from your parents if you went to a college and like living on campus. And then on top of that. You're also drunk. Yeah. Of course you're going to be making weird decisions Ugh. and just doing things to be like, well, I guess I got to learn a lesson. And you did learn the lesson, which is try not to bang other theater people in your circle. And not a lesson that Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse learned. Are they on the list? Of course they're <laughs> on the list, MJ. It would be remiss if they weren't on the list because how difficult that has to be. Although I guess maybe I do wonder... If part of the, you know, moving forward, the fact that they're not together in the time jump, I do wonder if that has something to do with it. Not that the writers, I think the writers are more thinking about ratings more than the feelings of the young actors that work for them. But let's hope that maybe that is the case. Because maybe you could make demands if you're not just holding in sophomore year and you're like Lily Reinhardt. Maybe you could be like, I refuse to kiss that guy on screen, you know? I mean, I don't think I could. And I mean, I didn't even know this. So Joshua, (laughs) Joshua from Friends, because I always love how she said his name, Joshua. And uh, I didn't know that Jennifer Aniston and Tate Donovan dated from 1995 to 1998. And then he got cast as Rachel's boyfriend in Friends. And that's, and especially after dating for three years like that, and then having to just jump in and being like, I'm this huge television star on this, on my show, Ooh. and you're going to come on and play my love interest for, I, I don't even remember. It was probably like, there was a good amount of episodes with him in it. And that's got, you mentioned walking onto that set the first day being like, this is her house and I'm just visiting and I just got to get through it. And man, I bet you hope that that ended amicably. Because I think I also say this as someone that, like, I'm bad at ending things amicably, if you could imagine. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's definitely relationships or hookups or whatever where if I, like, had to work with them again, I'd be like, oh, right on! Like, that's, you know, like, fun. But those are much rarer. And also, you don't have to 
You don't have to fake being in a relationship at this job situation you're referring no, to. No, but you know I, mean, I mean, if I had to do, if I had to, if I was, if my work was being Rachel on Friends, like <laughs> if I had to be like, oh, okay, I have to like kiss you and be in a fake relationship with you again. There are a, a hand, a small handful of people who I used to smooch who I would be like, okay, that, that's fine. Right. But it's, it's much that is, I think, a uh, admirable place to have ended a relationship. But more of mine do not end that way, right? No. Can also throw it out <laughs> here that uh, isn't this the ultimate like actor like should we should we should we? like kind of a dramatic thing they actually deep down super love this situation where they're like oh I must now perform in a scene with the one that I love yes. oh look at me. <laughs> Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Of course, I would have weirdly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, but it exactly. I also would have loved the just the attention of doing that, right? And everyone yeah. being like, "I know it's got to be so hard." Like you don't even know. Yeah, you don't even know how hard it is to get through. <laughs> but honestly, like you were discussing, MJ, though, I does seem that Justin Long and Drew Barrymore had that type of thing, um, which would make sense because I hear that both of them are just genuinely nice people, and they started dating after uh, 2007 when they were in that movie, He's Just Not That Into You. And they broke up in 2008. And then they reunited again uh, during the movie Going the Distance that I believe that was that weird baseball movie, right? And then they broke up for good again. So I imagine it was just like, but when we're around each other, it's electric. Yeah. And this is awesome. And like, they both seem like such fun people to be around that I imagine it would be difficult to not fall back into that. Well, it's fun to have a person like that where you're like, we're not together anymore, but whenever we are in the same room, we still make eyes at each other. You we know? still make like, eyes at each other. That's kind of thrilling. It seems like if you listen to the Say Anything episode that we did, um, that John Cusack and Ioni Sky kind of had that for oh. years. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just for like, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. They didn't bang while doing it, but then they just kind of like, meet up and hang out and then go their separate ways. I like to, the, yeah, they would... They would even even better, yeah. Just every few years, get together and have one fun like rendezvous, like hang out for a weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How sexy is <laughs> that? So hot. I love that way better than like oh, then they dated, then it didn't work out. Yeah, because it does make sense, you know, like like in the OC and in Gossip Girl. This was at the time period that I remember that it was like Rachel Bilson and Adam Brody were dating on the OC. I was big into watching the OC in high school, and I never really got into Gossip Girl, but I have been starting to watch it. I. I started from the beginning, which, man, it is a blast from the past. And Blake Lively and Penn Badgley dated from 2007 till 2010. Because, again, you're around these people all the time. Yeah. And when you're on a hit show and you're doing all this promo shit together and you're young and you're hot, 
Why not? Ken Badgley, man. I'll I'll date him if you insist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's great, MJ, because you're up on the docket. (laughs) And um, I can't wait to see your love blossom, but that's it for the list for right now. Oh, my God. I'm British now. Oh, are you sighted? (laughs) And I think me grossies is going... Blind. <laughs> I am Zitnell. Uh, we, we can't, can't see, see him. Yeah. I turned Australian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's right. British themed blind items this oh, week. Wow. Actually, now that I'm scanning all of the answers, none of these people are British, but oh, let's just pretend right. they are. Oh. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Uh, we'll start with this. This illiterate talk show host from an ensemble cast thought she had another job lined up. It fell through. So now she is trying to come across as more mainstream and approachable. A show y'all want to be on. Megan McCain. Yes. Yeah. Mm. We need to replace Megan McCain on The View. Yes, we do. <laughs> All I could think of was Wendy Williams. I'm like, but Wendy Williams wasn't in the show. What other show? Ensemble cast, too. Um, yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? Do, uh, do you believe this? A job fell through, and now she's like, ah, ooh, about the way I've been. I'm. Ellen now. I definitely I believe it. that. I definitely <laughs> can fucking see it. Because she's just like, she was the Elizabeth Hasselbeck, but yes. in like much worse times. Incredible. I won't watch it anymore. Yeah. I don't watch any of it anymore because I'm just like, this is, ugh, this yeah. is yucky. Yeah, it's, it's yuck, not fun yuck, anymore. yucky. And she is, you know, she's like the, the big, it's not Regina George and Mean Girls who's the, my father, the inventor of you know, yes, yes. Isn't it funny how, like, what is it about? It's just so frustrating to me that this is not true for anyone else, but just for this one chair, they're all pretty much the same looking. Yeah, it's and I don't you know, know why I mean? the view needs Blonde, to do that. Like, pretty, like, why does her views have to be so tied to her looks? And it's so true because I mean, you look at like Fox and, but that's more their hiring policies, right? right? The gross dude, high, yes. you know, they all want these blondes who like to wear high heels. I mean, hey, watch Bombshell, right? That was a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, uh, about all that. Uh, but yeah, for this case, it's like, why does this chair always have to be? I mean, why is the view so tied to the look? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting. Like hair color and everything. Yeah, like, I do wonder if it it like does have like when it comes to casting that it has to do with like the um, shooting towards different audiences and uh-huh. being accessible towards different audiences. Where it's like, well, the like that woman is also stereotypically, if you think about like you know, it, it, I'm speaking from southern towns of like that's the woman that runs the PTA. That's right, the yeah, woman right, that everyone right. goes to. Of like, oh, do you know when like we got to get the cans in for the can drive? <laughs> She's the one that knows. That's true. It is. Right? Yeah. But I also feel like it's totally just the GOP's male gaze. Totally. Just 100%. right? It is a male gaze thing, and that's how it gets to be that. This is what a woman should look like to them, right? right? Yeah. The woman that has everything. Yeah. But she could have dark hair. I don't think (laughs) I would uh, have a problem with that. That's just so funny. She could be almost anything. Yes. Uh, All right. Here we go. For the first time I can even remember, this A-plus list magazine editor is letting someone else choose who to invite to a very popular event. This The editor has no idea who any of the young talent is and is ceding some control. So look for a bunch of TikTok stars. Whoa. Magazine editor. And what's the big event? Yes. And the big event, of course, being the 
we Met Gala? Yes, I would I would be very curious about this. I will say so far rumors are spreading that Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna and Lupita Nyong'o. By the way, you, you sent us that article as well. Uh congratulations Rihanna on becoming a billionaire. Oh my god, a billionaire. I fucking love Look at Rihanna you. so much. Check out our Rihanna episode uh on page 7 Pop History. Uh we we poured a lot in that one. I think it was a two-parter, right? But anyways, uh Lupita Nyong'o, our early picks uh for the event also Timothy Chalamet is set to co-host with Billie Eilish and tennis player Naomi Osaka joining as co-chairs. But I am not surprised, especially after doing our Rewind episodes, uh, Jackie and MJ, because I feel like, you know, we, we I think the word we said over and over again that I couldn't get away from was monoculture. And now we're at this weird crossroads where it, you just, we all don't go to the same place for our celebrities in fact, there are so many. I was even thinking about how there's a weird triangle of like, I am friends with someone who someone I find to be a celebrity I admire it finds them to be a celebrity I admire. It's like a triangle of celebrity, right? Yeah. So like, it's so weird how things have splintered out, in other words. You know what I mean? Right. But then there's also, because that example would probably include like the boys from last podcast. There's also, I, the funniest thing about last podcast, it's so popular it's such a big deal, and yet when I talk to somebody about it, if they ask me what I do and it comes up and, and they come up, it is 50-50 whether they either are a huge, and they're either a huge fan right. or they've never, never heard, heard of it. it. Right. Yes. Never heard of it. And it's like, I know, you know, even back in the day we were talking about like Princess Di, right? Like I knew who that was even though I had no understanding of the royal family or the importance of Princess Di's death when it happened in the context of the greater cultural experience. But I knew their name, right? right. Yeah, or even like B-list celebrities. Like and when we were in the 90s, it was like, I keep, Freddie Prince Jr. is probably not a B-list celebrity, but it, he's in my head because I just watched the He's All That trailer. But like, <gasps> celebrities that that didn't have huge, massive, sweeping careers, but who wherever they, their movie was the thing at that moment, so everybody knew their name. Yes. And now it's like very different, right? Because people will have their like 15 minutes and then sometimes they stay famous and sometimes they and don't. And because you have no and, idea, like right. the Addison Ray, yes. who is the cast lead, it, who is a TikTok star in He's All That, which is the reboot of She's All That. Don't, I, if you want to be upset, watch the trailer. Although Tanner Buchanan is so cute. He's from Cobra Kai and I, I love know. him. I love like, yes, him. Yes, he's so cute. He looks just. like Sean from Boy Meets World. It's just, he is totally filling the Sean, by the way, completely. This assumes that that She's All That was like an actual great film. No, that's yeah, the funny thing about getting upset about these remakes. Terrible. It's like, that's a property I really don't care about. I'm, a li- I'm definitely a little bit more like, ugh, about the like go- new Ghostbusters coming out. You know what I mean? Because that's actually like an original property that I stand behind. She's All That. I do want to rewatch it for nostalgia reasons. Me too. And do an episode on it for pop history, but I don't know if it... T- truly is a great, great a film. I did no, see it in the theater, though. I think though. it is a wicked sleek boy. Because <laughs> I just, Addison Ray. it seems like a very nice person. I did interact with her. She's a very, very nice, sweet person. But the girl cannot. And this is, and I'm not saying it's the upper echelon of acting, but that trailer <laughs> was even rough. To, I stopped it and had to put it back on because I was like, I'll get back to this later. The trailer, I couldn't get all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe we should watch it on like a stream or something. Cause... Honestly, I think that I, I'm certainly not watching it alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, she may be at the Met Gala. How do y'all 
feel about that. That's why I'm thinking about it. Like the fact that like it's good. Honestly, I think that it should be, you know, pass the baton. Yeah. The young people should be brought in. Exactly. And I do think that it is good for Anna Wintour to be uh, like on top of like, okay, these are the people that if you think about it, when it comes to Vogue, especially like you have to think about who is thinking about the fashion. Where is the fashion going? Totally. And these young people are where the fashion's going. I, I, I'm ready to accept that I have no idea what youth culture is and I want to let them lead. I'm okay with it. I love this idea of like a young intern explaining to Anna Wintour what like TikTok is. She's like terrified and Wintour's like, tell me more of this TikTok. <laughs> what does it present? You know, yeah, yeah. I've been referring to a line in Winter a lot and, and pr- pretending like I'm Catherine Hepburn in it. And I think that Anna Wintour is Definitely a Catherine Hepburn from a long yes. winter. <laughs> I say we burn it to the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a blind. I'm just going to say out loud what it is. Just I think it's apparently this blind John Travolta making his final payment to remove himself from that cult he's been a part well, of. So oh, that good I luck. think we'll it has a lot to do with Kelly Preston's death. Sure. And I, I, I am not. I have no. Gen like actual reasoning to feel this way, but I make up. You know when you like read a bunch of celebrity gossip alone, and I make up little theories to myself. I think that that is um scary to say aloud as I'm saying this. I realize I, but I think that it has a lot to do with Kelly Preston's. Sure. Uh, and to close it all out, a real bl- final blind. One of the people uh, this dual threat permanent A-list actress has cut off from her life because of his beliefs over the past few months is her dog-loving ex. <gasps> we just talked about her. Jennifer what? Aniston and Justin yeah. Theroux. Yes. I, um, it, this, because she then, she got a bunch of shit. This is because a good she went her. online and she was like, I am against anyone not getting the vaccine. I think that if you are choosing to not get, and she's like, and I'm cutting people out of my life that are openly for no reason choosing to not get the vaccine. So good for her. Here's the quote I pulled. There's still a large group of people who are anti-vaxxers or just don't listen to the facts. It's a real shame. I've just lost a few people in my weekly routine who have refused or did not disclose whether or not they had been vaccinated and it was unfortunate. I feel it's your moral and professional obligation to inform since we're not all potted up and being tested every single day. It's tricky because everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but a lot of opinions don't feel based on anything except fear or propaganda. Good for her, Jennifer. Fucking good, good for, for her. Good for her. Thank you, Jen. Completely all right. Let's call the back the Rachel, difference. like the hair. Oh yeah. my God. Like the hair. <laughs> Also, Jennifer's just brilliant words about the vaccine has opened my eyes, and I am no longer a blind. Yeah, he's no longer blind. (laughs) But is he no longer poised and ready for the shout outs? Shout, 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 let let it all out. These are the emails that that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. Thank you guys so much for writing in, of course, to the page seven podcast at gmail.com. And yes, that's seven the number. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from you guys, even if it's just a WhatsApp. <laughs> and um, of course, we're going to have, since we've got some leftovers, some of them are a little late because of our little break. And it wasn't the person who shouted out's fault. It is our fault, but I we're going to make up for that today and I'm very excited to give y'all some shout outs because we have a shout out to the warrior of mother's gen fuck yes you know what I love a self shout out because recognizing your own strengths is so 
vital in the self-care journey and sometimes we put everyone else before ourselves like Jen has done. Jen says, during the pandemic, not only have I had to go into work every day as an essential worker, I've had to do it while single parenting three kids all in middle school this last school year. Middle school is tough enough, but we made it through. Distance and hybrid learning, COVID scares, sexual identity discovery, and isolation, just to name a few issues. Mm -hmm. And yet all three of my kids ended the school year with straight A's, even in advanced math and science classes. I'm so proud of them. But looking back at everything, damn, did I kick some ass. Yeah, you fucking did, Jen. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so proud of you. That is something I can't even imagine. Three of them in middle school, that's already terrifying. Yeah, that's that's going to be the hardest year ever anyway. And you did it with flying colors. And we've got another self-shout-out from Gabby the Hot. Hot farmer. And I am liking what you send it in, Gabby, because, oh my God, Gabby is living a farmer dream life that I am starting to dream about, especially as we head into round two of pandemic. They work for the Murfreesboro, Tennessee City Schools, growing organic produce from seed in grow rooms at the schools, planting, growing, and harvesting while the kids see the whole process. All the produce we grow is served through the cafeterias, so it's literally seed to table. At my home, I also have a medium operation growing organic produce. Lots of tomatoes, peppers, beans, watermelons, to name a few. And they say the heat has been getting to them, but also please hit me with any pumpkin tips that you have. If you have any pumpkin tips, Gabby, I need them. <laughs> um, you are doing an amazing fucking job out there, Gabby, and I'm so fucking happy for you. And you're out there while you're listening to this right now. Don't you fall. Don't you fall in those watermelons because she listens to us while she's out farming her own fields and it's hot as shit and we <laughs> Love you. We also have a shout out for Gray in the house. Fuck yes, another self shout out. Shot your positives into our ether. Gray says, I recently went on a very long and difficult journey with a mental illness diagnosis when my father suddenly passed away. To say I had a breakdown is an understatement. I realized that I'm a strong-ass woman who has been through some fucked-up shit, and I deserve a shout-out for being okay after all that. Mental health is so important, and trust your gut. Never give up if you think your diagnosis isn't right. Yay for finally having the right meds. Things are looking up for me. I'm about to get married in October. I'm really pushing myself in my art career, which also look up at Greylock, which is G-R-E-Y underscore L-O-C-K-E underscore. That is their art Instagram. And also, yes, Gray, you do have the cutest pets ever. I did look up your stuff and they do have a turtle named Laszlo, a.k.a. Jackie Daytona. And I love that name for a turtle and I love everything about the turtle. (laughs) Nice. Hell yeah. We have a kick-ass shout out from Dahlia. Dahlia wrote us in a shout out for their very best Friend, They say, shout out, shout out for the baddest bitch. I want the world to know and celebrate my best friend's continuous sobriety for nine years. Natalie is an angel on this earth and a friend I met in social work school. Truly so brilliant, caring, funny, and also has the best podcast recommendations. Everyone who knows Natalie is so lucky to have crossed her path. Her intention she brings to every conversation and friendship is unmatched. So cheers to such a hot, Sober, tall, dog-sitting goddess. Nine years of sobriety is such an accomplishment 
and without airing out all of Natalie's personal life, these nine years have been filled with lots of difficulties, only making the sobriety milestone in need of all of the congrats. Thank you for existing, Nat. Love you oh so much. Bestie kisses, kisses, kisses. I will bring you an iced coffee soon. How adorable. And also, congrats. Nine fucking years is nothing to shake a stick at, damn it. See, now that's a phrase, Holden. You can use nothing to shake a stick at. <laughs> shake a stick at it, Good you one. fucking dogs. <laughs> no one just make me think of Garfield's power stick, but we have more shout outs to do. Because that was my got... improv and you're welcome. <laughs> I liked it. No, it was really good. You jumped right in. Both feet. Now this, we've got some mommy Leola. Oh shit. Remember up top when I sang uh, Rainbow Connection from Rory mm. because Rory sent in a shout out to their mother who is a badass high key Leo mother whose birthday has already passed, but it's not Rory's fault. They sent it in in time <laughs> that apparently their mother is killing it in nursing school and has also recently birthed my baby brother. She had me when she was young and we haven't always been great at communicating, but she always stood up for me and protected me as best she could. She is a, an O fucking G round table of gentlemen fan and is responsible for hooking me and subsequently my best friends into the network. And Rory does say to their mom, the opening song was for you because my relationship with her is a beautiful rainbow in my life and Aww. she's my biggest inspiration. I, I can't believe that like mothers and children listen to the show. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. It makes me so happy. Wow. And we've got another fun shout out. This one goes out from Becca to Becca. <laughs> Girl, I loved your novel email. I live for the backstory. You know I need the goss and all the backstory. But Rebecca, long story short for you guys, Rebecca was Becca's ride or fucking die through her planned and then subsequently replanned wedding. And she says that this all comes down to thanks from Rebecca. She says, please thank Rebecca for bringing a bright light into my life these last 10 years. She's the Sagittarius to my Scorpio. Together we laugh, we cry, we laugh until we cry. We're disgustingly emotional and have the humor of a cold-hearted, cynical asshole born in Eastern Mass in the 80s. The process of getting my ass down the aisle has been messy and full of roadblocks, and this woman has come out to help bulldoze every single roadblock out of my fucking way. I love you so much, Rebecca. Love, Becca. Oh, yeah. I love their love. <laughs> the Beccas. Um, I also want to give a great shout out. This comes from Josh. This shout out goes out to two fellow page seven fans which is really adorable so josh has been trying to connect with his friends a little bit more so he was checking out his friend's twitch show and his friends e-v-k-i-y-o-s-h-i evkiyoshi and they have a great twitch channel and in the chat there was a person, Kelsey without the E, who wrote, the streets will run right with cum. <laughs> so Josh wrote, ho, underneath, and they created a friendship over Twitch oh. by being in a completely other chat community, finding each other with love of page seven, and it makes me so happy. Hell yeah. So Josh just wanted to give a shout out to Kelsey without the E, as well as Eve Kiyoshi on Twitch for welcoming back after I literally neglected our friendship for years. Josh, you're killing it. It, keep going this is great and anyone that doesn't accept you trying to come back into their life after a good amount of time can go what was it Holden 
Go shit in a shoe. You can shake a stick and yeah, that you oh, dirty shake dog. Stick. I think no. Go to an open air rehabilitation animal place. Oh, you can go to some sort of a locker room and be treated like an animal. I believe is what I said. Yeah. So you yeah. So you could do that if you don't if you don't want to accept Josh's love again. <laughs> We've got, and I now I want to cry because we have a shout out, shout back. Yes, that's what I'm going to start calling them. Shout out, shout backs from wife to husband because Katie wrote in about her husband, Mark, because Mark said her shout out. And now Katie wants to send Mark a shout out. Oh. And she says, my husband, Mark, is so amazing and honestly, my best friend. Fuck you, Holden. I know you hate when people say it. <laughs> we recently welcomed our son into the world after having quite a few problems, but now our son is healthy and just so perfect. Mark is the most supportive and caring person I've ever known. The love he has for me and our son is indescribable. It may be overwhelming being new parents, but the way he is with our son has made me fall deeper in love with him than I knew was possible. I I also forgot to mention that he has been being this awesome while recovering from pneumonia and valley fever. He ended up getting sick the month before our baby was born. He may have not had the best luck in the past few months, but I feel really lucky to have him. I don't know what I would have done or if I could have gotten through this without him. And Aww. that, oh my God, does it make, are, Holden, are you crying right now thinking yes. about the love that, for the baby you're about to have? I'm crying a little bit about it. Yeah. Yes. Does it sound like it, it. that's just the type of crier I am. No, I know. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> from you. We've got one last shout out. Thank you guys so much again um, for writing in. I want to give a shout out to Joey. Ooh, there's something about a Joey that right. works at a body shop. Gets your beans. Oh, flapping. I'm talking to you, Joey, at the body shop. You, both your name and your profession are sexy. And I'm sorry that you're surrounded by closed minded people, but never forget. We live in your brain, Joey, in a good way. And fuck a breakup. Your name is Joey and you work in a body shop and it's sexy as fuck. I know it's not the same thing, but maybe you should just watch all of the Fast and the Furious movies and start dressing like Vin Diesel. <laughs> I think it would be a choice and I think it would be a great choice. Just think of those tight, white turtlenecks that he wears. Isn't that exactly what you need when you're working on cars? Something that you can really stain? And thank you so much for listening, Joey. And I'm sending you a kiss through the airwaves. Whoa. And thank you to, whoa! Thank you to everyone that wrote in. I really, uh, it makes me think of oh, the, the Brothers show, Brotherly Love. Brotherly Love. Remember when they all had a body shop together? I was more of a fan of the Woe Boys, but uh, that was the, with the Four Joeys whoa. show. Yeah, the Woe Boys, yeah. That's I, all they could say. woe all over my chest. I should do a sketch where it's a bunch of characters like that, and they only say their catchphrase is the only thing they're allowed to say, and they're just like at a, living in a house together. Oh, watch <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> I think that's called Celebrity Big Brother. I'm fairly sure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. And also, Holden, we're going to miss you. We're going to fly into that Holden. I'm going to miss doing this. I will be back, though. And it won't be, I don't think, too long. I think it'll go by faster than it's, uh, well, it might almost go by as fast for you guys as it's probably going to go by for me. I hear that first month is a whirlwind. I'll try to come back sometime in month two. We'll see where we're at. Uh, but, hey, I think I'll be ready. I think I'll be wanting to, uh, you know, step outside of what this will be uh, for a couple hours a week. I mean, I why imagine. not? All right. I imagine to get out of there, but we love you. Thank We're going to miss you. We're going to have some too. rewinds. So don't worry. You won't be remiss completely of Holden's voice. That is funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, yeah, you're going to hear me actually too. <laughs> 
We'll have we banked, a couple. You won't have time to miss stuff. them. Yeah. Yeah. You won't miss them too. You won't bad, miss them even if you want we will. to. No, yeah. we'll miss him. And thank you guys so much for joining and coming back to page seven. Don't worry. We are now, we're here and we are ready to scream. <laughs> are you guys? You, my name is Jackie Zaprowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And also, please check out my Twitch channel. It is twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We have talking sex on Tuesday. Tuesdays, please send in your any kind of sex questions, any kind of like journey, gender identity questions you got, anything that you're going through, hit us up at oh no, it's Jackie's email at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Uh twitch.tv forward slash holdnators ho. Yes, I will be going dark as well uh for the paternity leave, but we're doing a 12-hour stream this Friday. It's gonna be amazing. Jackie's gonna be doing Jackie with the Holdies with me. It's gonna be just a fun filled, and it's co-hosted with me and and Lexi, so you'll get to spend plenty of time hanging out with Lexi as well. We're going to be do competitive Tetris and stuff like that with each other. We just have so many different fun things in store for you guys on Friday to close it out, wrap it up for a, for at least a month over there in Holdenators Ho. Also, again, page the number seven podcast at gmail.com, page seven podcast at gmail.com. Always appreciate uh, those celebrity conspiracies and blind items that you send in. We have a bunch now uh, because of the two weeks off, and I uh, love it. Thank you so Which much. Which is great because because I'm going to need to do it while Holden is gone. So I really appreciate there you go. it. And hit me with your blind items. I don't know how to find them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll help you with that for sure, Jackie. It's not that hard. Uh, uh, I literally go to one place for it. Okay. MJ. My name's MJ, and I'll miss you, Holden. And I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit valottery.com.